As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. They say your first bite of the day determines your mood for the rest of the day. So why risk it? Wake up, immediately order a McDonald's crispy chicken biscuit on the app, head straight to those golden arches, and take that first bite of that crispy chicken biscuit goodness. Knowing it's only $2 will improve your mood even more. The absolute first bite deal. Get a large breakfast sandwich for just $2. Only on the Mickey D's app. Happy rest of your day. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's app download and registration required. Valid one time per day through June 30th, 2022. At participate in McDonald's. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Licky. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. It's so great to have you here today. How are you? It's wonderful, Christina. Thank you for having me. I'm wonderful today. Oh, I'm so blessed to have you here today. You've actually worked with... Uh, Bob Berg. He's been on our show twice. He's a wonderful speaker, a wonderful businessman, and he is the author of the Go-Giver series, a wonderful series that I've also personally given away to a number of my friends. And uh, he's been made a big impact in your life and created where you are today and, and helped you with the wisdom you're going to help share today. Thank you. Yeah, Bob is a, he genuinely, genuinely is one of the nicest men I've ever met. Totally. Uh, humbling the enterprise he's built just around building networks and teaching people how to be real has shifted a lot of companies and people around. Yeah. How did he impact you as a person and as a business owner? Well, you know, the, uh, the book, The Go-Givers, uh, was given to me by a really good friend of mine uh, many years ago. Mm-hmm. And that was the first book I actually read end-to-end over one night since The Outsiders in grade nine. So it goes to show that it was a very intriguing book for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the way it breaks it down, the, the five laws, you know, a lot of us do uh, follow the law of value and law of, you know, networking and influence. But the, 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 the biggest change for me was the law of receiving. And he says the effective way of receiving uh, to giving is to be also be open to receiving. And imagine if I asked you right now mm-hmm. to only breathe out and you're not allowed to breathe in. I'm not going to be how here long, too long. 
yeah, how long would you go on for? And, Not very long. Yeah, and, and and as human beings, we tend to keep on doing that. We keep on giving away criticism and giving away compliments, but we're very short to receiving it. Yeah. And I don't know where that comes from, uh, Licky, because I, I found that was a big issue for me too. Even so much as you look good today. Oh, no, I don't. I look a little <laughs> chubby or, you know, it, it, even something as simple as that is uh, pushed aside. I don't know. Where does that come from, you think, with humans? Uh, it's limiting beliefs from our past. It definitely is. It's, we, we're, it, it's so interesting. I, I do a conversation around blind spots and how to find your blind spots. Mm-hmm. And one of the conversations comes up and says, you know, we talk about what, What's caused this to happen? You've got to go back and really understand what the future, what the past was that caused you to not receive and not and have built this fortress around you. Mm. And for in my instance, um, you could probably never tell, but I had a debilitating stutter for 35 years. Oh, <laughs> I just wow. see your eyes pop open. That's kind of the reaction I usually get when uh, when I tell people that. But the stutter started when I was in grade when I was in grade five, 10 years old. You know, I immigrated to Canada. And I'll make this really short, but mm-hmm. coming to Canada, the teacher asked me to get up there and share my story of my journey. Ten years old, I was excited, so I get up in front of class and start sh- sharing my story. But all I heard was people laughing, and a couple of kids say, "Go back to go back to where you came from." Mm. And you know, a couple minutes of that, you start feeling you're not good enough, mm-hmm. and things aren't good for you, and you're you're not worthy of being up here. So I went back to my chair, sat down, and started crying. The next morning, I woke up with a stutter. Wow. That's, that's exactly, simple as that. Mm. Wow. You know, so the words, we, we, you know, you talk about why do we not receive? Well, mm. we hold on to a lot of the negativity that's been in our lives. And we yeah. don't listen for the good because the negativity impacts us so much. So fast forward 35 years later, I go see Bob Berg for a coaching session. Now, you know, I'd called him up. I said, I want to become a coach. And he said, why don't you become a speaker as well? I said, well, I can't be a speaker. I've got a stutter. He goes, okay, well, come down and become a coach. So I get down there. We have a conversation. There's 10 of us in this room. He does this thing called the law of receiving exercise, mm-hmm. where I was asked to stand up and um, everybody had an opportunity to acknowledge me for my traits mm-hmm. and appreciate me. Now it's, not comfortable for me at all, especially these are strangers. Yeah. Bob, I know over a couple of phone calls, and I've just spent two days with him, and then the other people, I spent a couple of days with them as well. But words like you're kind, gentle, warm, loving, um, you know, if, you, if we ever have a referral, I'd, I'd be excited to give it to you because I know you take care of our clients. Mm. By the fourth person, I'm in tears. Oh. I'm just broken down. Wow. And Bob goes, What's going on? I said, Well, I don't. I've never heard these words before. Mm. And I'm surprised that I don't even know you. You're saying all these things. Mm-hmm. So they went around, they finished it all off. And I had to listen to these words and take it in. One thing I did notice is that nobody said, go back where you came from. Yeah. Wow. Right? Uh-huh. None of the negativity was there. So I learned to receive the words that were being said to me. Mm-hmm. So I put that aside and I felt really good. The next morning, I'm flying back home to Vancouver. And the flight from Orlando to Dallas, there's a passenger sitting next to me. And of course, you know, you always say hi. And I said, hi, but she started having a conversation with me. Mm -hmm. And I was talking back and forth. I quickly realized we were having a pleasant conversation without a stutter. Yeah. Wow. So uh, needless to say, my stutter went away because I learned how to receive the good that was being said to me. 
Mm. The interesting part is that when I got home, I shared this with my wife and she goes, well, we've been telling you for 30 years, what's wrong? Like, why are you not listening to us? <laughs> and I guess I built this fortress around me that mm. I wouldn't allow those words to come in or I thought they wanted something. They're just trying to be nice. You know, like he's got a stutter and this would be nice to make him feel good. It's yeah. kind of where it always came from. Yeah. And I bet it's hard, Licky, because, you know, when it's your wife or your family, right, you're just saying that because you're my wife. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah. But when it's a stranger, you're like, oh, well, now for the first time in this space is with, you know, this coaching space, you're able to actually receive it for the first time. Right. That is super powerful. And now I'm guessing when you were able to get over the challenge of the stuttering and really connect with people deeply and realize I have something to give and something to receive that allowed you to really build those deep connections, which we're going to talk about today. That's perfect. I'm glad that was a good segue because <laughs> for the 35 years, I had built really good connections with people, but I didn't allow them to build connections with me. Mm. And that was a difference. So I did, I was very successful in business because I was able to open up connections with a lot of people mm. because remember I heard the words loving, caring, giving, nurturing, you know, trustworthy. So I was able to portray that to my clients and my connections, but I never allowed them to be connections with me. A true connection only happens when you're able to receive what they have to say as well and be really present in their conversation and make it about them as opposed to about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, that's one of the things you hear as a presenter or speaker is a lot of newbies to that are like, oh, I get so scared of speaking before people. And it's because you're so worried about you and how you're going to be perceived instead of going up there and saying, I'm here for you guys. I'm not here for me. Yeah. It's yeah. about looking good, right? And it's not about looking good. You go into a networking event. You know, I love the fact, you know, you go into an event sometimes and I see the people collecting business cards. <laughs> you know, my name is Licky. What's your name? And okay, let's change business cards. Okay, I'll go to the next person. Yeah. Whenever I go to a networking event, I literally, my goal is to meet three or four friends, mm -hmm. just to make friends. And the way you make friends is getting to know them, find out about the family, find out what they do, find out what they like to do for fun. Yes. I know what they stand for. So, you know, uh, Bob Berg in uh, the endless referral book has an acronym called form F O R M mm -hmm. where F stands for family. O is for occupation. R is for recreation and M is for message. Mm -hmm. So if you can start talking to people and understanding what the family is about, what they do for a living and how they got into it and ask them qualifying questions and make it really about them. Mm -hmm. They will feel you really cared yeah. and they will connect with you as well. Yeah. And that's what relationship built is, is built on. So I, in my own CRM, I have four fields called F O R M. So when I meet people, I write down, okay, they've got three kids, they've got a dog and they love to ski and you know, they love to support cancer. And mm -hmm. next time I meet them, I'm going to read my CRM to build that connection further. Yeah. Yeah. I, as I, you, sorry. As you build close friendships, you don't need to have a CRM. You're friends. You get to know them really well. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that form. Um, uh, what do you call it? acronym to remember yeah. how to really connect with people? Because one thing I think I told you earlier, way back when, when I started my business, I started a business group. And I, the first thing I said, no business card passing leave them at home. You're not allowed to pass those puppies out. And, and people are like, but what do I do? How am I going to get to know people? And I'm like, uh, by talking, <laughs> building real relationships. Cause what do you do when you go to a party or something, or you meet a new friend at work and you go to lunch, it's you're getting to know the person. It's not about this end result of I'm just there to get you to buy my stuff because maybe they don't need your stuff. You know, maybe it's not going to be beneficial to them or, you know, but 
the thing is what I love is you're building this real connection that who knows where it could go. Yeah. And you know, uh, as human nature is, we're always out there to sell ourselves. Mm -hmm. And if you can stop selling yourself and just build friendships, because you don't know who that person knows at all. But if they get to know you really well, they'll remember you when they know somebody that probably utilizes services. Yeah. And that's the key is that stop selling to the person in front of you, get to know the person in front of you so they can sell for you. Yeah. And here's something else, Licky. I don't know if this has happened to you, but I've gone through, if I'm in a certain stage or, or in my life, that I'm going to go do something new. Like I say, many years ago in my 20s, I wanted to work with children with autism. And mm-hmm. it was something important to me. I wanted to volunteer, but it's kind of weird thing to volunteer doing. Uh, I'd read some books and I wanted to help. And so I told a couple of my friends, one of them was a psychologist and she just put it on the back burner. We talked about it. A couple of months later, she invited me to a Christmas party whole bunch of psychologists in the room, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, she said, oh, yeah, she's interested in working with, you know, volunteering, helping children with autism. And one gal said, oh, I work with XYZ Place, and they actually need respite workers to help with children with autism. And she introduced me, blah, blah, blah. Bottom line, boom. You know, it was like not a one-step process. I wouldn't have pictured this is how it's going to go down. But it worked out perfectly because I put it out there and we were just sharing as friends. And when the opportunity presented itself, someone had need and I was able to help. Yeah, it's perfect. And that's exactly it. Just build relationships. You don't know where it's going to lead to. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you still built a good friendship. Absolutely. And if you just live life that way, things will just work out for you. Um, but the difference is, you know, there are some limiting beliefs in the way. There's some blind spots in the way that'll cause you not to be like that. It'll be a money conversation. You're in survival mode that you need a sale. The moment you need a sale and you're going to go get a sale, you will not get the sale Mm. because people can smell you a mile away. Yeah. And they will turn the other way. Yeah. Let's talk about that, Licky, a little bit because that's happened to me in the past. And I remember being new in business and uh, not having much in my refrigerator and it being tough because you're going to make that call and you're like, I need to make that sale, but I'm not going to act like I need to make that sale. How do you come from the point of service when you really have what feels like a real basic need? Well, you've got to check yourself in. You know, we've all been in a situation. You got to, you got payroll to meet. You've got to pay rent. We all are in survival mode once in a while. We get that. But when you're going in front of a sales opportunity, if you're out there to sell, it shows and they already have their guards up. Mm -hmm. So my recommendation is always check yourself in before you go into that meeting Mm -hmm. and just say, what does that customer need to help their customers? Mm -hmm. What can I do for them? What do they need? What kind of value do they need? Mm -hmm. They can go help their customers so they can make the revenue. So Mm -hmm. if I can achieve that, why would they not do business with me? Exactly. Or send someone that will better fit your business to exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah. And people always tell me, well, but I need business today. I go, great. We'll give more value today. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. And then they go, well, okay, but I am giving value. Yeah, but the difference is you're giving value based on your perceptions, not what the value perceived is. And that's yes. the other option. That's the other concern that people have. Is that they don't know what value looks like. Mm. So right. you have to understand what your audience is looking for for value and get to know what that is and then fulfill that bank value bank and then all of a sudden you'll you're going to become a a subject matter expert for them 
a super magnet. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Many years ago when I got started, my very first business was doing what I did in corporate America and, and delivering it to people. And I said, Hey, I don't like, like what I'm doing in corporate America, but what I'll do is I'll teach other people to do it so they can go out and do it. And it's, it was collection pretty much. I go out and get the money for people. And you know what? Guess what? Small business owners, they don't want to go get collect, do collection. It's not their thing. They want to go do their expertise, what they're awesome at. And so here I am trying to set up these courses and whatever, and no one's showing up. And my, my mentor, my coach said, well, do, do your customers want that? Is it valuable to them? And I'm like, well, isn't it? And she's like, no, they don't want to do it. They want you to do it. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. But that's, that's something you need to know your audience. You have, uh, need to understand what your service you're providing. And once you can figure that out and build a relationship, it'll come naturally. But unfortunately, mm -hmm. human nature is this survival mode where we're always wanting to get the next dollar. Yeah. And we, can, we need to put that aside and mm -hmm. think about building the next relationship and then let that relationship foster for you. And they'll, they'll become your centers of influencers. Business will start coming to you. Yes. Patience yes. is a virtue here. You've got mm -hmm. to have that patience, but it doesn't need to take a long time. Mm -hmm. If somebody sees the value in you in the first meeting, they will engage with you in the first meeting, mm -hmm. but they have to understand you and trust you. Yes. People only do business with people they know, like, and trust. Yeah. Yeah. And how does trust happen? You build relationships. You can build a relationship just from a simple hi and a hello or from a two hour meeting, but you've got to be, have that in mind first. Yeah. And what's amazing about this, Licky, is also I recall someone coming to me really wanting to do business in one of our shows in Manhattan and be a sponsor. And the particular thing she was selling, I just knew did not meet our client base. And I said, you know what? I don't think it's going to be beneficial to her or us for her to work up with us and be a sponsor. So I, I told her, listen, I, I know you want to be a sponsor, but I don't think we're a good fit for these following reasons. But I think these people would be awesome for you. And they're a friend of mine. So I, I forward her over there. But you know how much benefits come from both of us, both from my friend that was able to really help her and for her realizing that she could trust me because I wasn't just trying to take her money. I presented her to a place that could really help her business more. And it also served our client base. Perfect. Yeah. Win-win. Yeah. Win -win. <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad you said that. It has to be a win-win situation for both parties. Yeah. You can't be forcing something that you know and you need to somebody that has no need for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, this has been great. We could go on forever. And, yeah. uh, you know, and I want people to find out how they can work with you, find out more about you because you do a number of different programs. You do speaking, uh, you, you can, you do teaching and coaching, share with our audience, how they can get in touch with you, find out more about you. Sure. The, you know, the, the best way of reaching out to me is my website and it's lickylavg.com. So L I K K Y L A V J I.com. Go on the website. You can fill out the form, get in touch with us. We have some resources there as well. Um, you know, one of the things that I, I love to do is talk about people's limiting beliefs and what, what takes, what is stopping them to becoming high performers, to be the best salesperson they want to be. What's in the way of doing that? Once you get resolved that life just changes for you. Wow. And we could go on and do another episode next year on that. It's such an important episode. And the fact that mindset doesn't get enough attention. People think, well, I'm just going to get those skills. I'm just going to do a website, whatever it is. But until you have those, those limiting beliefs like you did that were stopping you from speaking without the stutter, it wasn't going to go away until you got rid of that. That's right. Yeah. 
Well, Nikki, Lavzi, I just have to thank you again for coming to Savvy Broadcasting and presenting your great wisdom today with our audience. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. And thanks for having me online, Kristen. Thank you, you betcha. If you like this episode, please share. To hear more Savvy episodes and Savvy Biz Tips, go to lifeunscriptedradio.com. To become a guest or participate in paid sponsorship, email us at christinalifeunscriptedradio.com. We play for bravery. We play for big hearts in tiny bodies. We play for the fighter within. We play for life reclaimed, disease in remission, stories rewritten. We're Children's Hospital of Richmond at VCU, and we nurture the champion in every child. We fight the forces that threaten them, and we play to win. Learn how at chrichmond.org. Why choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because our Sleep Number 360 smart bed is really smart. It senses your movement and automatically adjusts to help keep you both comfortable. Plus, it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. It's even smart enough to know exactly how long, how well, and when you slept, and to help you get almost 30 minutes more restful sleep per night. Sleep Number takes care of the science. All you have to do is sleep. Save $1,000 on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed Queen now only $19.99, plus free premium home delivery when you add a base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com.